Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, Bradley, I hope that you are able to click fast enough to get in that hobbit hole. Um, because I'm looking at pictures and it looks so cute. It's so adorable. I I want to go there. And I think you can just book it in general. It's just the six dollar figure yeah, that is. Yeah. Plus, you'd have to like pay to get to New Zealand, uh, which, by know. the way, is not no small feat. Right. Well. Well. Hobbits. Small feat okay. for <laughs> hobbits. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is the rudest thing a coworker can do? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is the rudest thing a coworker can do? Give us a call. We'll talk. That's what, what we're talking about. Why are we talking about it? I just like you know. I found uh, I found this list on Huffington Post of the ten. Now I'm sorry, nine. They couldn't come up with ten. We could help them. Nine rudest things you can do to the coworker sitting next to you. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to have coworkers in about mm, three days. So I got three days to do well, all these things. Your okay. coworkers will be four legged felines. That's uh-huh. true. It is true. And you're going to get what? up in your personal space. Right, I was going to say, they're the rude ones. Scratch. Yeah. 651 641 1071. What's the rudest thing your coworker can do to you? Guess what? We have a caller. Jeremy's on the line. Let's go to Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. What is the rudest thing that uh, that a coworker can do in the workplace? Well, he used to work with this guy that for his lunch would have his oysters and sardines and then go throw them into the garbage can. And, you know, we didn't dump the garbage till the end of the week when it was full. And, you know, you can imagine what that smelled like by then. So I called him out and I asked him about it. And he's like, don't worry about it. And it's like, but the whole office smells because of your oysters. <laughs> you just go rinse them up. That's so away. rude. Yes. We end up getting a big fight and never talked anymore after that. Oh, my God. Wow, Jeremy. Thank you for your call, yeah. God, first of why all. Why would anyone do that? Well, okay. Ugh. So in the so interest gross. of full disclosure, oysters? in the interest of full disclosure, thanks what? thanks for your call, Jeremy. Uh Bradley Trainer, we were making faces at each other when Jeremy was talking about the oysters and the sardines. That's just my face. No, no, no. It wasn't your normal face. It was your, oh my gosh, I eat sardines at work face. Yeah, I think I have like once, but tuna for sure. Oh, yeah. Tuna for sure. Sauerkraut, definitely. Can I tell them what you did the other day? <laughs> it was horrible. Both. You did, I did both. I did both. I It was tuna in my sauerkraut. Look, I was, I was <laughs> home alone last week, and so I just got real lazy and just was like, what do I got? What's in a can? A can of tuna. <laughs> Let me dig out some sauerkraut from the basement. Okay, but... Can I just because yes, you I have, have a basement jars of sauerkraut yeah, in the I basement do, because, because you when never you know. Say, Dig out sauerkraut from the basement. It could be a euphemism, and I just <laughs> well, that's why you want to make sure you go to your podiatrist on a regular basis or your <laughs> colorectal doctor. Mm-hmm, exactly. No, uh, but Bradley, you you did that. Le- and listen, I am. I think Holly and I are like the most like chill about that. Yeah. 
because I, I don't know, food smells, other people's food smells don't really bother me much. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, I, you know, I want to I want to have freedom to eat my stinky food if I so Which choose. Which you never do. But yeah, thank I you. Usually. You're being very kind. I know that I eat aggressive food, and I've known this for years. Yeah, you're self-aware about it. But what Jeremy said that you do not do is you do not throw your junk away no, not in unless, a garbage that doesn't get emptied for a week. Not unless I want to tick Lori off really bad because that has happened. Well, we've all been, I think we we've all, choices. we've all run afoul of throwing things in the, the, the studio yeah. trash that maybe lead to a stench mm-hmm. from three to six. Yeah, That's not appreciated. Uh, let's go to Kai. We've got Kai on the line. Hi Kai. What is the rudest thing a coworker can do? Eat whoever's lunch is in the fridge. Oh, don't oh even get me started. God, don't even thieves. get me started. I hate that. I know. There's people that, and, it's, and I, I don't know their personal situation where they, they can afford lunch or not, but it doesn't, doesn't look like they're starving any. I mean, but it's that's just rude. It's just By the rude. way, I'm happy for you, Colleen. Thank you, Kai. Aww. Have a wonderful day. It's so sweet. I would never eat your lunch out of the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and like, I. Like that's why Bradley brings sardines and sauerkraut. He's like, nobody can eat this. Look, I did it once, I, but I had brought sauerkraut more than once. In fact, I think I just had it yesterday, but I was alone. Um, <laughs> it's not about me. Uh, I was going to say something uh, about people eating stuff out of the fridge. Oh yes, what? Like I like even if you like, for example, if you need the food, no problem. Right. Just say, hey, I I'm hungry and I have no food. And I would go, great, go for it. Yeah. But to just like help thyself to someone else's I just food. I don't understand. That I, just seems like a problem. Yeah. Um, okay, we've got two Marys on the line. We're going to go to Mary number one first. Hi, Mary. Mary, what's the rudest thing a coworker can do in the office? Thing when I, before COVID, when you've got the one person taking the last cup of coffee. Oh. Mm-mm. And the communal coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they just flock away. It's the worst. Don't restart a new pot. Mm. When you finish the Joe, kill, kill the Joe, you make some, some mo. That's... And there's people right behind him, and it was this one one guy. Mm. It's like, and I finally said something. I'm like, dude, do you not know how to make coffee? <laughs> Let there me demonstrate. Go. Yeah, there you go. It's Let me show you easy. how to do it. Thanks, Mary. Grounds in a bag. We did. Do you remember? I well, oh, we, yeah. when I say we, I did it. I yeah, but we we were on a we were on a show rampage. Yep, because people were doing this consistently. This is when you drank way more coffee than you do now. That's a fact. Uh, but we yeah, because we used to be like day long coffee drinkers <laughs> like all day. I had to. I had to put the I had to put the brakes on that one. I've but, definitely scaled it back. I yeah. just took a drink of coffee, but well, you can, you're allowed. <laughs> but honestly, I like took out a sharpie and a piece of paper, yeah. and I wrote, "You kill the Joe, you make some mo," and I put it up. And it did, did it help? I don't remember, but I will tell no, you this: no, no, of course no. not, because we still have this problem. And Holly, I know you've. But experiences I think, I too. Think it's because our yeah. coffee moved. Well, the coffee moved because behind the scenes. So mm-hmm. we have a wonderful remodel. Yeah, it's beautiful. Of our office space. However, in that remodel, our coffee machine in the common area near the studios has not has has yet to be revived in mm-hmm. that space. So we have to walk all the way down to the hall to the sales consortium. Mm-hmm. And get the coffee. And I don't think that they value coffee in the same way we do. Well, they certainly don't drink it the same way we do. No. 
You mean constantly? Yeah. yeah. And Rude. also, they have a they have a coffee maker that shuts off automatically. It's literally my coffee maker from home. It's oh. the same one that they have. And oh, I thought you were generous and brought it in. No, no, not my literal coffee maker, but the same model. Yeah. And uh, the burner goes off after a certain time, which, by the way, is a design flaw that I despise. Mm. I'm sure it's safety, whatever. Um, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't know me. But for those of us who drink a pot of coffee all day on the weekend, thank you, uh, or drink from the pot all day. Uh, you have to re- you have to hit that button again and again. And so over in sales, they don't drink a lot of coffee. So someone will make a pot first thing. By the time we get here, it's like lukewarm because it's just shut off and it's sitting there. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like to read this email that came from a listener who I won't say their name because oh. they've got a coworker. O M G! This person says. I work with a guy who farts really loud and no! in the office. Oh, no. It gets worse. He also tells callers that the person they are asking for is in the restroom or sick or on vacation and literally where they are on vacation. He tells customers on the phone his family history. Uh, and then a woman in the same office will warm crab meat and fish in the microwave. And it's a small office. Mm-hmm. Can I say something? Yeah. Your somebody finger here, is blinking. <laughs> somebody did that here. Fish? In the microwave. Oh. Do you know who it was? Yeah, mm-hmm. Who complains oh. the most about oh. the food situation? Oh. And it stinky food. Lori Bargini. Lori Bargini microwaved fish, fish after eater. years. Of, and she laughed. I go, Lori, <laughs> you made fish in the microwave. Mm-hmm. That is a no-no. She's like, ha, ha, ha. I was like, Lori. It's not funny. Okay. Now the whole office stinks like fish. Mm-hmm. But I eat sardines. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. I mean, I'd rather that than fart. Right. Especially in our world. Oof. You got to be real careful when oh. you open a door around this place. I'll I, just say. It's, it's, let's just say it's close quarters <laughs> and there's not ventilation. Hey, I warn people. That's no, true. <laughs> I will Holly say Holly literally warns people. I have walked into other rooms where I have not been warned, and I have backed away very slowly. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but you you've have, been warmed. You, you, I've been, my nasal passages have been warmed with the smell of toots. I mean, oh, look, goodness. here's the deal. Let's be honest. It's the last week of the show. Yeah. All right. I mean, Holly, you still have to be here, yeah, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Some of us are still. <laughs> I know. I still have to be here. But here's the thing. I'm in a room alone for three hours. Nobody comes into my space. And sometimes there's a post-lunch situation Mm -hmm. that happens. Now, if someone opens the door and inadvertently comes in because they need something. literally said, go away. Yeah. I'm just like, (laughs) I'm warning you. I wasn't expecting company. So things happen. I I have been, you know, like for us, Colleen and I Mm -hmm. are usually in the same space. Not always. Um, Have you met the last few years? Yeah. But um, sometimes like one of us will be gone and then the other person basically has the studio to him or herself. Mm -hmm. And I have been alone in that studio, too, where I've just been like, oh, hey, we can have all sorts of fun here. And then I forget Mm -hmm. that people at a moment's notice can just walk right in. You're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Don't do that. Now's not the time. Bye. Yeah, poor Grant. Oh, he's walked in a time. Or we two. have he's really fine. peeled back the curtain. <laughs> we Look. sure have. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, let's move on. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, here's a mystery to be solved.
Britney Spears. We're going to get the Cobra gang together after this on My Talk 1071. If there's one thing you know about the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, Hi. it's that we are following Britney Spears like nobody else is willing to. That is uh, for sure. I think we should probably get the Cobra gang together. Let's do it! Okay. Whenever there's trouble, we'll double double with the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra gang. What's going on? Well, Bradley Trainer, you brought. Well, first of all, the first thing I want to tell you before you get to the first thing is that uh, typically. When Britney Spears' social media goes dark, meaning she like goes off of Instagram, she's gone for like maybe six hours, not long. She's been off like all day today. I mean, like she's her account is down. And that's like, do you want to start with that? Because I think that that journey might be because the story that I brought about Britney involves a game. Essentially, there's a new Britney Monopoly. Yeah. And I just thought I have more questions about this story because it relates back to a story we talked about yesterday where it well, not yesterday, last week, I think it was announced that Mm -hmm. I think on Friday that Britney the musical was going to be a thing. By the way, they announced that on her birthday. Mm-hmm. She didn't say anything about it. Mm-hmm. And she has said things in the days since, but mm-hmm. not about that. You'd mm-hmm. think she would have something to say about it, but she doesn't. Right. Also, she's not had anything to say about, I don't know, a brand new board game, a Britney Monopoly board game that was just announced, which I kind of feel like she wasn't responsible for. I... So that leads to a bunch of questions, which gets us to where we are today. I think you're pretty right. Um, but so the, so you did share that. And I said, I think that there's a new another court date coming up. And the reason I say that is because I follow some people who follow a lot deeper than I do. Um, what's going on with Britney Spears? And there's one person who... Um, drew my attention to the fact that she's been, her Instagram has been going down quite a bit. Like she's taken it down and then put it back up and taken it down and put it back up. What I didn't realize is the timing is always uh, very close to a court date. Mm. What does that mean? Exactly. I am not That's sure. the question, right? Right. But uh, I, again, I think that there are some people who are opining that uh, some of what we're seeing is meant to tell a certain story about where Britney is in terms of her own mental health. And it actually made me wonder those two things together. The fact that you're telling me about this Monopoly game, we know about the musical and we know that there's a court date coming up. It made me wonder is this temporary um, bridge of the conservatorship? Like we knew she was under some sort of transitional plan. Yep. I'm wondering if it's coming to an end or if it's coming to a reevaluation period. I mean, I will say that it's been a year-ish. Yeah. So what, November 12th? Yeah. Was it November 12th? I don't know. November of last year? Yeah. So... It's possible. I mean, it would seem highly likely that, you know, they put that care plan into place for a year. And that care plan, of course, we we keep forgetting that it's a thing. Yeah. But it's a fact of life, which means that she doesn't truly have the autonomy that folks probably assume she does. 
So, you know what I found really interesting uh, because we did some digging and Bradley, you brought this um, people article about that care plan and that um, like what it was there to do and what kinds of things they were working on with it. Well, remember that one of the people, oh, darn it, we're running out of time. Basically, what they what they were initially saying with that care plan is like they don't know what how she's going to react to freedom, and we don't know whether or not she's going to be able to handle it, and that's why the care plan is in in place. And I'm wondering if there's a little bit of a narrative being spun right now, whether or not it's true. Well, well, we might find out tomorrow. That's true. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid, idiots. After this. Dumb people doing dumb things. We do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we have a name for them. We call them Crazy Stupid Idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. the places. Get it, Holly? Yeah, like, where are we going? Grand Traverse County, Michigan. Okay, that's a that sounds like a big place. And, well, sounds it is. grand. What? That it sounds grand. See what you did there. Yeah. It's Grand Traverse County. Anyway, I want to tell you about Traverse City Police, who were called to the Hotel Indigo on Saturday night about a fight during a Christmas party. It's that time of year. Mm, Tis the season where people are throwing blows at the office party. And usually, if I were to just beg the question, why would you think... Fight would break out at a holiday Christmas party. Why? What would your mm. answer be? Oh, somebody got drunk and started making out with somebody. Okay, well, you're halfway there. Okay, the drunk the part. The drunk part, mm-hmm. yes. So we have no idea why this party began, but officers do believe that it was accelerated due to the use of alcohol at the Hotel Indigo. That sounds about right. Christmas party. Now, I don't know whose Christmas party it was or who was renting out space at the Indigo Hotel recreation room or whatever they call it Mm -hmm. ballroom um but it's who fought whom that earns this story crazy stupid idiot status who fought whom who fought whom it was it was a granddaughter fighting her (laughs) grandfather no i like where you're going but that's not the right direction because i'm sure we've done stories like that before remember it's a christmas party is it like an office christmas party yeah i assume so yeah santa and a reindeer close well you're halfway there a reindeer was being attacked by Mrs. Claus? No, who would be the most likely thrower of punches in a Christmas tale? An angry elf. The Grinch. There you go. Robot Santa. Robot Santa. No, it was the Grinch Mm. who allegedly was caught punching a reindeer. Uh, Actually, a guy dressed as a reindeer. Thank you for the clarification. No, he was punching a guy dressed as a rain. I mean, this wasn't the actual Grinch either. It was a guy dressed as the Grinch. Oh, thank you. Uh, p- punching 
a, a human dressed as a reindeer. We don't know where the argument started or why. We just know that it was accelerated due to the holiday punch. Alcohol. Alcohol. The cause of and solution to most of life's problems. Yeah, Thanks, neither man. of those things. Mm-hmm. Not uh, the solution, certainly. Okay, no, so where are we going next? That was a Homer Simpson reference uh, okay. for the record. We're going to Florida next. What's going on in Florida? Okay, I just, the, I love, there's a lot. Okay, so here's what happened. Uh, this all happened in St. Petersburg, when um, the uh, mounted officers were performing their lawful duties in the area of Central Avenue, when a 27-year-old gentleman by the name of Elisha Lalani um, decided to get fresh with the horse. Not in the way you're what? thinking. Not in the way Ew. you're thinking. Not in the way you're thinking. Not how do you, in the way How do you get fresh thinking. with a horse? Well, Did he give it a mint? He gave, no, he gave it a little pat on the Batuski. With a mint With an open hand. Oh. But not like a, like, hey. I don't think spanky, so. Spanky, spanky. Uh, an officer who witnessed it said that he saw Lalani walk behind his partner, who was also riding on a police horse, open his hand. And slap the horse's rear end. Oh my God, don't do that. That horse did right? nothing to you. I observed him slap the rear end of my partner's police horse, uh, the uh, WFLA reported. Um, I'm sorry, WFLA, that's the TV station. Anyway, uh, apparently though, when the officers then confronted Mr. Lalani about his horse butt slapping, Lalani uh, act surpri- acted surprised. And they said, you're under arrest for slapping the horses. Uh-huh. Batuski. And he said, I didn't know I wasn't allowed to hit ho- the horses. I didn't know I wasn't allowed to hit horses. Yeah. Okay. Is that a phrase that you'd ever think to utter? Never. Are, let Especially me ask, let me at the age of 27. Angle. Are you aware that you should never hit any living thing? Yeah. Just checking. Elisha Lalani apparently did not get that memo. I don't know, in kindergarten. Uh, anyway, he was arrested. God. The horse is fine. Good. I mean, he's lucky that that horse didn't just... Kick him? Yes. To death? Like, horses don't Oh, no, do they don't mess. mess. Uh-uh. They are like, mm-mm. Hands to yourself, buddy. Yeah. Nay. As it should be. Nay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going next? All right. From we all hydrated at the same time. That was that was well ill planned. We need to. Yeah. Okay. Where were we in Florida? Uh, we were in uh, Saint Petersburg. We are now going to head to Okaloosa County Okaloosa and specifically Destin, Florida. That's and what I, we're destined for. Hell. And I want to tell you about twenty-seven-year-old Michaela Crandall of Niceville. Well, only problem is Michaela, not so nice. Mm. In fact, she's been charged with three counts of grand theft of a thing, five counts of another thing, and one count of failure to maintain something else. That's a lot. That's a lot. So did I tell you we were at a middle school? No. She was a health tech. And she was arrested and charged Thursday with doing all the things that I told you, even though I left a lot of uh, blanks. Mm. So what did the health tech 
at Destin Middle School do that led to three plus five plus one is nine counts of criminal behavior? I'm going to guess she got into the Adderall covered. Am I right? You are right. I Mm -hmm. don't know what the name of the stolen medication was, but I can tell you that she got into... Oh, no, I can tell you, actually. Uh, I don't know what Adderall is. Is Adderall... um, Oh, no, it is Adderall. Amphetamine dexamethylphthalamine. You are correct. Absolutely. That is Adderall. So she got into the Adderall and replaced the Adderall with... Smarties! Close. My pills. pills. Mentos. Aspirin. So she replaced a hundred and some, 110 pills. Oh my gosh. With aspirin. Uh, Actually, one bottle contained Aleve and another, uh, another bunch had aspirin in them. So she was literally just replacing these kids' pills with aspirin. Wow. You know, here's the thing. Oh. When a young person who has been prescribed Adderall is not on their Adderall, mm, there's a particular vibe to the day. And then I'm thinking when a whole classroom of children who should be on Adderall. That's a vibe. That's not a vibe. That's like a full on experience. It's not. It's. So all I'm trying to say well, anybody, is... anybody not on their... Like, anybody removed from their medication, whatever the medication yes. is for, I can tell you as a person who has medication issues in his whole life. Yes. We're not issues, but I, like, take medication. Yeah. If I just randomly didn't take medication... Mm-hmm. You'd know. You would know. It would be evident. Yeah. And that's the thing. Um, And I just am thinking, like, energetically, my guess is the teachers were the ones that were like, something's off. Yeah, something doesn't smell right. right uh, here. Can we take a look at the uh, pill cupboard? I cannot believe. That's yeah. unreal. That's a certain kind of low, too, right? Yeah, like, it's that's... one thing to steal from adults, but to steal from children. The, like, medication that helps them focus yeah. on school? Yeah. Yikes. Also, what, ha- what happened then? How, so, she got obviously, she got caught. Yeah, and they took her to the stockade, and she... Is in the town square. In the town square. Okay. No, she was arrested. Like I said, charged with all those crimes. What was the failure to maintain what? Oh, okay. So now I can fill in those blanks for you. So she was charged with three counts of grand theft of a controlled substance, Mm -hmm. five counts of child neglect, Mm -hmm. and one count of failure to maintain narcotics records. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because if there's no record of it, then it doesn't exist. I, I truly... I would like this uh, this Dateline episode because I want to know how she got caught. Because I bet it was the teacher. I'll tell you. Oh, do actually, tell. Okay, a release go. states one of the students who visited Crandall daily began to notice differences in the colors of her pills mm-hmm. and told her mom. The mother then noticed, or that the mother then monitored differences in her child's behavior. Yep. So then they decide to do an audit, and that's when they found that there were at least 110 missing pills from at least five students. Because, listen, I'm here to tell you, you can tell when that stuff wears off. You can tell when that stuff has been forgotten. According to a release, the investigation revealed around the same time, two other parents say they became concerned after noticing a resurfacing of behavioral issues with their children. 
Mm. Yeah. That woman deserves what's coming to her. And she's probably going to get it. All right. And she'll hopefully never work in, you know, school again. That seems like the the least we could do. Right. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to play a little game. That game is called the throwback live after this on my talk. One Oh seven one.